Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. All right. Welcome back. It is Friday and today we're doing a Friday financial wrap up. Mr. Michael Zuber. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well, man. Every time I think there's going to be an easy week, a lot of stuff happens. A pretty fun week. Very fun. Very interesting week. Let's get into it. What happened with mortgage rates this week? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is amazing, right? So again, we, we just had rates over 7%, right? Seemingly a month ago. And we just had our fourth week in a row of declining mortgage rates. And this is a really interesting time because we, we have less inventory now than we had before. We now have interest rates no longer at 7.3. The average is 6.41. And I have multiple people on my channel leaving comments just locked in at 5.9, just locked in at 5.8, just got a 5.77. So again, the average may be 6.41, but there are people getting deals under six. Why is that important? I believe there's a psychological barrier at 6%. We have been above six for quite a while now. And instead of people going, I won't pay six because I used to pay three. Now people are saying, wow, I can use five and I'm not getting seven. So my suspicion and the numbers will bear out I think there will be some buyers being pulled off the sidelines and buyers pulled off the sidelines when we have no inventory means prices stay firm. I don't think we get back to crazy overpaying, but I think there's a lot more deals at list price going to be done sub six than there would have been at seven and a half. It's, and it makes sense, right? That's a point and a half interest. And you know, that, 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 that's enough to pull some demand off the sidelines. And again, we have record low inventory. So it's just a weird time. A very weird time. And for the audience, I want to say, stay tuned to the very end. We're going to share some, not just breaking news, but really great news and what's going on in the market for opportunities. So let's continue. Let's talk about the recession. What do you see this week? What happened with the recession? What do you see? Yeah. So I think there's a couple of things that are, that are happening behind the scenes. And one of the things you have to ask yourself is, you know, the Fed's raising rates, how can mortgage rates fall? Well, again, the Fed doesn't control mortgage rates. The Fed influences mortgage rates. But again, the Fed controls what's called a Fed funds rate, or you think about it as overnight lending. What is happening right now is people are saying the market, right? Bonds and the stock market are basically saying, uh, we're going to head into a recession it's going to it's going to take inflation down faster than the fed expects so that's that's the only way you could have mortgage rates falling when the fed is raising i think everybody as we'll talk about subsequently believe the fed will raise next week it's because of a recession and you have jamie diamond and you have jeremy siegel and you have uh, neril rubini and you have the, the list goes on and on and on and on we're going to have a recession so that generally means people retreat and it also means rates come down on mortgages. So I think the general feeling now is inflation is not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is we're going to be in an economic recession next year. I think the recession fear 
is dragging mortgage rates lower. That's what I think the connection is. Interesting. It's interesting too. I love the way you connect the dots that the fear is why we're getting that little pullback. And again, we'll finish on that too and talk more about opportunities in the market and what the great news, the good news, what's going on all the way around for buyers and sellers. Let's continue. Let's talk about CPI next week. I know big number next week, CPI. What do you see? What are your thoughts for next week? Yeah, so let's frame up. So CPI is, uh, it's the most important number for the rest of the year. It just is. So let's let's set this up. CPI last time came in, I believe, at 7.7. It broke 8%, was much lower than expected. The market loved it. I believe the market currently is expecting CPI to continue the downward trend. I believe expectations are 7.5. Here's the deal. They come in at 7.5 or 7.3 or 7.1. The market will freaking love that. They come in at 7.6 or above. Market won't like this, right? And if they go up to 7.9 or 8, the market's going to have a conniption. It's a really important number. CPI next week is game changing, right? It comes in at 8%. Problem. It comes in at 6.9, party on. Uh, it, 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 is, it is that important. It, it, Tuesday, I think it's the day it comes out. It's a very, very important number. I'm going to be up early. It comes in at 5.30 in the morning. Uh, it's going to be game changing, I think. Stay tuned, folks. CPI next week. Obviously, this is uh, a critical number. Um, I think, Michael, you've definitely expressed the importance of it. Let's also talk about something next week, something really big, I think, equally, the Fed meeting next week. What do you see there? What are your thoughts? Yeah, the Fed meeting next week uh, is certainly secondary to CPI because CPI comes out Tuesday, Fed decision Wednesday. And believe me, the CPI number can force a decision. Example. I believe heading into next week, the call that I have, and now most of the market is 50 basis points. Yep. Let's just play a game together. Let's assume CPI comes in at 8% or higher. The Fed will not do 50. They will smash the market with 75. Now let's play the other side. It comes in at 6.9. I believe the Fed still does 50, but clearly signals that's kind of the last one. Now, I don't expect eight or six, nine. I expect something around seven, five. They'll come out with 50 and say, we will look at the data, more data coming, right? So there's really three choices. I believe it'll be close to what expectations. We'll get the 50, we'll go lower. But just realize CPI is that important. They CPI smashes high, we get 75. Smashes low, we still get 50, but they say we're going to be done for a while. So, and again, that's really important for the market, for housing, for rates. Absolutely. And I just want to go back um, over the last, say, three to six weeks. Um, I feel like maybe back in early October, we had anticipated 75 basis points, but based on the last CPI, it was slightly better, not a lot slightly better than expected and at that point there was an adjustment thinking 50 basis points for next week is that accurate that's fair yeah i think 50 has been the been the right option for several weeks now uh but yeah it's and the key is the fed slowing down right we're going to get i think we're going to get 50 
And then the first meeting in February, we're going to get 25. I think we're going to get after next Wednesday, every Fed rate increase will only be 25. I think they're going to go smaller from here on out. So higher, but slower. So it's, it's, it's going to be several, several months before they're done. Absolutely. So stay, folks, if you're watching, you're listening, stay to the very end because we're going to connect the dots and talk about opportunities, the good news, the great news, what's going on. Michael, let's continue with terminal rate. Explain what the terminal rate is. Explain and maybe connect the dots back to the Fed meeting next week. What are your yeah, thoughts? So the, ter the terminal rate is where the Fed will stop or pause. I believe that is 5%. Uh, there are people out there that are now just in the last 48 hours talking about six or six and a half. Yep. I believe that's poppycock. I believe that's just fear putting put in the market. I believe what we will see from CPI is it is moderating, is coming down. Uh, but to be clear, if we do end up going to a six or six and a half terminal rate, mortgage rates will go higher. They just will. But if they do cop, if they do terminal rate to five or four point seven five or even five and a quarter is kind of that range. Uh, I think we see mortgage rates fall next year uh, because, again, I think people are going to say inflation is falling. Recession is happening which will mean mortgage rates come down. So the terminal rate's a big deal. And again, it all anchors on CPI. CPI comes in at eight, way above expectations. That means terminal rate has to go higher. Inflation or CPI on Tuesday comes in sub seven. It means terminal rate may not be as high. CPI on Tuesday is a big, big, big deal. CPI next Tuesday, we're going to keep an eye out for it. So let's also talk about terminal rate Again, for the last several, let's say, again, the last four to six weeks, you've been calling for probably terminal rate to be at about 5%. Now, even I've heard a tone, maybe even slightly better than than 5%, maybe slightly yeah. lower. Is if you right? were going to give me the over under a five, I would take the under. That is correct. You are you are interpreting my body language and words correctly. Yes. Okay, super, super. So stay tuned. Let's finish on a great note. Let's finish with the good, good news. Let's talk about recent deals. Share with folks what you've been doing lately in Fresno, California. Yeah. So again, folks, I, I live by what I talk about in this channel. So you heard me a couple of weeks ago talk about the best uh, metric I read in a long time, which was basically only 13% of buyers think it's a good time to buy, which I translate to 87% are sitting on the sidelines. So I started writing offers on market deals. And I closed one already. It's it, The flip will be listed next Monday. People can see walkthrough videos on my channel. I just closed my second purchase yesterday, and my team will be out there Monday doing work. So again, out of the MLS, one rental at a time. It's um, it's They're out there. Deals are to be had. Do the work, figure out average, only write offers that make it a great deal. And uh, I just love proving that what I talk about works. So I got my second deal in six weeks. Why is that important? Because it is a great deal, right? Any idiot can get a deal. I got great deals out of the MLS. And most importantly, it'd been three years, Ty, three years since I got a deal out of the MLS. So I, I'm excited for it. Uh, so it should be fun. I love it. And, and I'll connect the dots a little bit. So looking at what's going on, again, we started off with mortgage rates. We talked about CPI in the Fed meeting next week, how critical CPI is. We're anticipating 50 basis points, but again, everything hinges on 
that CPI number, I can tell you firsthand as an active real estate broker with listings, talking with realtors, talking with agents, um, I've definitely noticed an uptick. And so we are starting to see activity, multiple offers on mediocre properties, which is interesting. Reminds me of the summer, reminds me of the spring. Um, But again, driven by low inventory, also the fact that we had an improvement in rates, Michael. Is that pretty accurate for what your point of view? Absolutely. So again, one of the things that I have believed and said, so I have receipts, is I think six percent is the number. Right? You go five, eight, five, nine, people come off the sidelines and buy. And that's what we're seeing right now. And again, you do that in an environment with no inventory, prices firm up. Now, I am not calling for 50K, 70K over. That's not coming back. That's idiotic. But people will pay list price and that's coming back. And I will know on Monday, I list a property again. It'll be Monday or Tuesday in the worst time of year. This is a week before Christmas. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see if I get an offer. We're going to list it at 309. I bought it for 181. We'll see. I'm going to call for a strong activity. And I'm going to say very probable multiple offers uh, just based on low inventory. But it's interesting. And the good news, again, for realtors, for real estate lenders, professionals, people, if you make your bread and butter, your day job is, in fact, real estate as an agent, broker, realtor, lender. Um, We are going to see activity pick up. It definitely feels as though we're going to see an uptick again. Let's see what happens with CPI next week. That's going to be a big deal, yeah, but that can change it. I mean, let's just play it out. Let's play worst case scenario. Yep. CPI comes in at 8%. The yep. Fed smashes us with 75. Mortgage rates could be over 7% by Friday. Right. It could. I'm not yep. saying it will. I'm just playing it out worst case scenario. It could get all kinds of bad really, really fast. So let's talk about CPI one more time. So consumer price index, it's going to be based on the report next week will be based on November. What, where are they pulling yeah, that number? November, yeah. Probably, I would think the data was collected late November. Yeah, like the 20th, 23rd, somewhere in there that, that week, probably. Okay. I'm going to bet that it's going to be slightly better than expected, only because looking at gas prices, looking at oh, yeah. grocery prices, everything seemed to be pretty level and stable. And I will uh, I will take the under as well. If you put the, you know, the over under at 7.5, which again is below seven, seven. So the trend is intact. I would take the under. Absolutely. Okay, folks, good news. Lots of opportunity depending on, doesn't matter what side of the coin you're on. If you're a seller right now, take advantage of these low rates, the little downtick in rates, take advantage of it. Let's get your inventory moved. If you're in a flip, let's get it to market. Let's get it sold. If you are a buyer, guess what? Good news. We're going to have a nice stable market. We're going to have opportunities coming in the two, the new year in 2023. Michael, any other last thoughts about opportunity? Yeah, on, on the buyer side, I think it's going to be very interesting because again, I, I'm, I'm a buyer, right? I'm going to try to buy 15 properties in the next 12 and a half months. Yep. Some to keep, some to flip. Uh, I also think that, that the inventory that will close will be very much ones that pass FHA. So the junk, you're still going to get a great price on. So I, I happen to be lucky enough to have private capital, uh, millions of dollars in private capital that I can borrow. Uh, so I, I plan to buy 15 properties in the next year. And it'll likely be junk because I can't compete with owners right? Who can get clean properties. I got to buy the junk and that's okay. I, if you are, if you have a junk property in Fresno, California, reach out to me, reach out to Ty. I'm sure we can do a deal together. I love it. 
folks, thank you for watching. Michael, can you take your right hand and point up like this and just, yeah, subscribe, folks. One rental at a time. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Thank you so much, Michael, for all that you share and do. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you.